chat group chat. We got the whole gang here. Uh, you have myself, Connor Reynolds. Below me, we have JP Fashon. JP, how you doing, sir? Good, good, good. Glad to glad to be doing this. It's just always exciting to see your beautiful faces and talk about baseball. What a, what a darling. What a darling. And then uh, to my side, we have another Connor. Spelled it wrong, but Connor Burns. How you doing, sir? I am doing fantastic. <clears throat> Just peachy. Beautiful, beautiful. Have you ever had that like conversation with anybody about like the spelling of the name? Yeah, because it's what it's the E R O R, and then there's also one N. All right, we can ignore the one ends. They're kind of <laughs> wild. I also played with a kid that was K O N O R, and we're not even going to acknowledge that. Um, my defense, it's con er, not con or. Um, basic literature would say that E R makes the er sound, O R makes the or sound. So uh, I'm con er, we have con or uh, next to me. But uh, con or. New uh, new location uh, from what I've been seeing on the Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. New location. We uh, we got the go-ahead to open up last Friday. Absolute debacle. We were supposed to open up on a Tuesday or Tuesday night, and then it was supposed to be Wednesday and Thursday. Um, pretty much there was a certain form that was supposed to be sent into the city for us to get the business license, and the contracting company just, like, they just lost it. lost it. But we literally were waiting on that. So, like, we were fucking scrambling for a couple days. Um, so that was stupid. But finally got her open. Call it a soft opening. Um, on Friday, we did bullpens, and, like, half the turf was still getting glued down. Saw that. And then on – yeah. And then on, on Saturday, Sunday, we were allowed to run full. And then, actually, today, um, our, like, last – kind of section beyond our field house. We just glued down like a rubber flooring, like gym flooring. And uh, yeah, no, it's been, it's been great. Um, kind of pretty much moved in. I ordered a new desk. So I just got to wait for that to get in and set up my office. And then, uh, yeah, it's been awesome. Uh, turns out having three cages instead of one is just the best thing in the fucking world. Um, having your own field house is just the best thing in the fucking world. Um, you can do so much shit. I can just actually program so much more stuff. Um, biggest thing is I can just do so much more actual machine work. Um, I don't have to, and I don't have to tell people, Hey, you can't, you can't hit right now. This guy needs to hit. And you just say, Hey, there's three cages. You guys can all hit, no hit for as long as you want. Who gives a fuck? So it's been unbelievable, <laughs> unbelievable week. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. What kind of, uh, what kind of machine setups we got rocking? Um, man, I got to experiment a little bit, but I got, I got one, I got one big hack, um, two, two junior hacks. Um, so pretty, pretty good setup. Um, I got to get a long, I got to get a longer, longer extension cord for one of them. Cause there's just not a plug in kind of close to it. So mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, but, um, good issues. Yeah, no, two, two junior hacks. yeah, two, two junior hacks, one big hack. Um, yeah, it's been great. Like yesterday with our junior academy, had set up kind of like BP fastball, curveballs on the one, and then I had smash factors going kind of high velo on the other one. They're just rotating through different environments. So it's nice. It's nice to be able to fucking do shit that I actually like really want to do. So it's been great. So Game much changer. room for activities. 
So much of the activities. Oh, no power drills, though. That's awesome. That's awesome. You uh, you guys posted the photo or the, the video where, like, you were looking to the left, guys were hitting, and you just slowly pan to the right, and dudes are still putting turf down. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, yeah. what did you... Yeah. What did you no. Uh, where did you order your desk from? Is there Amazon in Canada? What the fuck kind of question is that, man? <laughs> I don't fucking know, man. It's actually called, it's inter- actually called Amazon A. It's a freaking <laughs> international company, man. Yeah, I got Amazon. Jesus Christ. I don't uh, know. I don't, we didn't, you're an idiot. Grow <laughs> up. There's Amazon, it's Amazon.ca up here because our, our little dot. Ah, uh, so you don't have Amazon, you have Canadian Amazon. <laughs> Big oh, difference. I got. I also. I also. Have, I got U.S. Amazon too. It just takes longer to ship, but it has more stuff. So. <laughs> no two-day shipping, eh? <laughs> it's got more stuff. <laughs> you guys are fucked. Yeah, fuck. I didn't even order the desk for Amazon either. I can't even. I don't even know what website. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah, what kind of desk did you get? Did you get an L desk? Yeah, I got so uh, it's like my brother has his own office, and then me and uh, Ethan, our pitching guy, it's uh, our office is kind of like office, and then also on the side, it's a little kitchen area, so a little bit of a staff room. Nice. Yeah, we got two L desks, so they're gonna kind of like attach like that, and then we got a TV in there. We're gonna get a couch in there and kind of do it up. So yeah, pretty excited to set that up. If I had any words of advice, I would definitely say, did you guys already get your TV? Yeah, it's already wall mounted. Does it have airplay capability? Yep. Okay. That's like by far my number one thing now looking at TVs for their like facility and stuff is, does it have airplay? Like that's for me, mm-hmm. massive, especially doing assessments. You have a kid come in, yeah, oh yeah. send down, Throw that shit on up there. Um, other thing, if you want to be really cool, which I mean, obviously I'm the coolest. I do like being cool. So like being cool. get Wi-Fi plugs for your extension cords for your machine, so that way you can turn them on and off wirelessly. That's a thing. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So when I was at my last place, I had. Uh, like configured an old, uh, it was called, uh, it was like a bounce, like bounce soft house thing. So it would hold 12 baseballs. And then there was this arm that would like just rotate and had an opening here and an opening here. And it would pick up the ball. And then there was a a bounce pad that it was attached to that would essentially bounce it. And then you do soft toss. I reconstructed Mm -hmm. it to where it would actually feed into my machine and so I had the feeder on a Wi-Fi plug, and then I also had the machine on a Wi-Fi plug. So that way, anything I wanted to do, I just turn it on via the phone or whatever you want, and then you can turn on. I mean, I don't know if you guys are looking to get, like, a barrel feeder or anything like that, but then uh, everything's just automatic. And I'll tell you, it is a really cool feeling. Yeah, that sounds like a super cool thing to have. <laughs> So, uh, it was really cool uh, to see when uh, when I came out. It was just like, yeah, run everything on this iPad. I'm like, what? <laughs> it's uh, 
It's pretty nice. Um, JP, I saw that you guys were running. Uh, speaking of multiple machines, I saw you guys had a couple going today uh, up in the Washington of Seattle. Walk us through a little bit of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'd like to mix it up, especially for the pro guys. Um, and yeah, our, our, uh, our interns are, you know, when, when interns kind of first start, a little intimidated, I think, or a little kind of like, nervous to coach you don't really know the athletes you don't know the lingo like you, you know it's driveline it's got kind of like a um an air to it i guess and so so people are a little bit intimidated but our interns are, are starting to get a lot more confident and kind of just telling the pro group like hey if you're not good enough then you're not good enough. <laughs> and i love it so it's so dylan uh one of our interns i come out and he's got the double mini hack set up and he's got just the firmest fastball in the grossest slider setup with these two things. He was like, yeah, we're going to go alternating left-handed fastball slider today. And I was like, pretty, pretty high spin rate, like pretty, pretty challenging. He's like, yeah, you know, these guys just keep asking for fastballs. So I said, okay, you can, you can hit a fastball, but you have to hit this slider too. <laughs> and so uh, he had that rocking, but it's, it's, uh, yeah, it was great. It was good for good for guys because I think the um, the challenge we always run into is uh, how do we manage the time and the resources we have to to kind of generate individualized environments um, that are specific to those athletes. And so, especially in the pro group, we got guys working on a handful of different things. So, uh, kind of setting it up like that was good, where we could have uh, guys that really need to see a lot of horizontal movement um get in there and hit that um and then guys that were looking to kind of flatten out uh their bat path a little bit kind of hit the fastball um and then some guys are kind of alternating back and forth when they they started to get comfortable with it so that was a lot of fun uh fun to see and then you know dylan dylan goes all right guys we're gonna hit change ups and sinkers today <laughs> and so we had the eye pitch cooking up some change ups and sinkers so uh, there was a lot of swing and misses a lot of frustration but um i gotta hand it to dylan i mean he did a really good job of uh, kind of keeping everybody's head in the right spot and understanding what we were trying to do. So uh, good to see him kind of cooking up some some fire environments. Question for you, sir, and this might be known a little bit on a later date, a little bit of a sales pitch. How many machines do you guys have? In total, including the mocap lab, we have three mini hacks two eye pitches uh, and two uh, kind of the bigger spin ball machines. So we can kind of do whatever we need to. Sir, this is a, uh, a possibility of having a youth listening in. You got to quit with the sexting and all this, <laughs> all this sex talk. You got to chill out a little bit. All right, we're trying to be a family friendly program for fuck's sake, okay? Yeah, yeah it is uh it is very nice. And uh and something I think about a lot. I'm like, man, if I if I leave driveline, I don't know that there's another place that's going to have all this stuff. It's just no. not even like a pro team. Like you're just not going to have like, all right, here's five machines and uh, hit tracks in every cage and 17 blast sensors and how many hit tracks do you guys have? Uh, four. Four in a mobile unit, so technically five. <laughs> Fuck you guys. 
Hey, I mean, I, you know, it sounds like a lot, but like, honestly, when we get going and, and things get rolling, I'm like, man, I could really use another cage and a, another machine. I could use another mocap lab. And <laughs> all that kind of stuff. I mean, it, you know, it seems like a lot until you, until you need more. Well, I definitely kind of felt that a little bit. So. Uh, when I came over, we already had one of the bigger spin balls, not the eye pitch. It's up on my wish list, as we talked about a few episodes ago. Um, we had the spin ball, and then I had brought a junior hack over. And for when I like, we, we use the junior hack a good amount of the time, just old faithful. It's my baby, you know, so it's like, all right, this makes sense. Well, I started doing a little bit more with the spin ball where it's, you know, 60 feet, and I crank it up to about 90 and I make guys wear helmets. And this was, you know, back in December and uh, beginning of January. So I wasn't having a guy swing off of it. It was more just like track, get good at it. Tell me what location it is and stuff like that. Well, I was noticing that it was going now, if you read, there's a label on there that says, you know, pitches will vary. Some will be a ball. Some will be a strike. I was like, Oh, okay. Like makes sense. This thing was going, like, backside of the right-handed box to backside of the left-handed box. Like, this shit was spraying. I was like, I don't understand. I I haven't played around with spin balls. I've done the home plates, done the uh, hacks. Like, I just – I've never dealt with spin balls. So, I was like, I I don't know what's going on, so we just put in the back. I'm like, all right, you're staying there. Well – as we're getting closer, I was like, you know, it'd be pretty cool to leave the junior hack in the middle of the cage, work, uh, you know, smash factors, Marvels uh, at a close range, keep it semi-dialed, and then just slide that bad boy over, have a uh, spin ball set up back at home plate, and just go from there. So we set it up again. I was like, all right, we're going to go. We're, we're going to get this going. I'm going to figure out what's wrong with it. Turn it on, and it doesn't turn on. Like, the wheels would go, Vroom. And then that go. And so we opened up the back, found out that there was some cables that were loose and stuff like that. Fixed the cables, turn it back on, and it is back to spraying left to right. Well, I ended up counting, you know, the little teeth marks or whatever on the spin balls. The top left was off by one. Now, I'm not the one that put it together. I'm also not pointing fingers. But I'm not the one that put it together. But fix that, and now we're rocking with it. Um, kind of like the, the routine of us being in season has been, I don't know what your guys' thoughts are on this. I'm kind of liking it a lot. I've been doing uh, kneel-down overhand plyos from about 20 feet away. So on both knees, overhand plyos, trying to match that trajectory of like a real pitch, um, but then also getting them to feel like not just kind of like letting the bat go, but like accelerating yeah. uh, and doing that. So we've been going overhand plyos. We move on to foam. Uh, we, we'll do the uh, Smash Doctors and Marv Balls uh, from 30 feet with a junior hack, pretty much the sub down the middle. Um, we'll use, like, a split grip uh, bat that I have, and then we'll use, like, some paddle bats, uh, all going from, like, a post stride, just cleaning it up. Uh, a lot of the guys don't know it, but I've been having the machine averaging, like, what would a 90-mile-an-hour reaction time be? Um mm. They're not realizing it, and so it's been kind of cool seeing. Like, I had a freshman in it the other day, struggling a little bit at first, and then started getting around a barrel in it. And I'm like, how fast do you think that is, like, reaction time-wise? He's like, I don't know, like, 70, 75? It's like, 
Good. Good. Like I slow that thing down as much as possible. Um, and then we're at about 30, 35 minutes into the lesson. We hop back on the uh, the spin ball uh, full distance, and then we're just you know swinging off of that. So it's been kind of a little adjustment going to end season, um, working more so, not talking much mechanics, just more so letting guys feel it, letting them see the ball off the bat, different things like that. So moving into season, how have you guys kind of adjusted some of your lessons? What are you guys doing differently? Are you guys uh, kind of like blocking it out like I am right now? Pretty much any athlete that comes in, eighth grade and over, like we're doing the same routine. Um, are you guys kind of seeing that? Like, how are you guys doing your in-season stuff? Uh, we don't we don't get many in-season guys in person uh, just because most of our athletes are traveling out here to, to come train. Um, so uh, we don't get a ton of in-season guys. I think the high school kids, it's mostly just that are in-season that are, that are local. Um, it's a lot of just see pitching and and see velo more than anything and make sure that they uh, get their timing down. So we, we tend to do a little bit more BP, a um, little, little bit more short box, things like that, just to kind of see an arm for them. But a lot of the in-season training comes from online training for guys. Um, and a lot of that definitely shifts um, for us. Like I, I've moved – pretty heavily away from like trying to do screen recordings and swing breakdowns for guys um, and, and shifted to a lot more zooms and FaceTimes, uh, phone calls, things like that. Um, Cause I think when we get into season uh, my, my value for them comes from talking about approach and, and really trying to understand what their perspective is on what they're being successful with, what they're not, um, what they're looking for, how pitchers are, are, pitching them, what the kind of team uh, chemistry looks like, how they're interacting with their coach um, and, and getting, trying to get a really good sense of what their day-to-day life looks like um, and, and worry less about baseball uh, in terms of uh, trying to develop as much. Um, we're really just trying to get guys in the right headspace, making sure that we're looking for, for good pitches, you know, that they're not, upset at their coach for whatever, you know, we're, we're kind of keeping them in the right headspace to be able to actually step in the box, like feel confident, know they have a plan uh, and then go execute from there. So uh, it, it definitely shifts to, to a lot more communication than the kind of mechanical adjustments. Um, I'm not in season right now. So we got, we, there's snow on the ground up here, but, you know, <laughs> Like we ever not even, we got three weeks till the season starts. So the great white get, bro. We're still getting out. Here, man. <laughs> you can't. You can't. No one saw Buddy, this. When we're off camera. We we're off camera. And I uh, no. Were we on camera? Off camera. When I asked if Amazon was no, we were on camera. So we can't. Yeah, you camera. can't give me that. Like oh, we obviously we have Amazon Carter. <laughs> It's Canada, and then me go. Oh, so how are you trying to? You're in season, guys. We're not going to be in season for another month. <laughs> you can't have it both ways. You didn't even know you were on Amazon. You can. There's snow everywhere. It's fucking minus sixteen up here. It's so cold as shit. We won't. What's it? Like, what's it going to be in a month? Negative fourteen. But here, here, we don't play a home game till May. Oh, like, where do you go? A- <laughs> what do you mean a home game? Where do you go? 
Dude, we go our first trip. We go down to BC and we go. Uh, we go down, you to, to, B- go BC, down like to BC. BC's in Canada. I, you know how far north Edmonton is, dude. I'm fucking like, I'm. We're like eight hours away from the U.S. border right now. That's how far a straight north, eight hours away from the border. Like, I'm fucking up here. Okay. There yeah, is and guess snow what? Can- and BC is up there too. <laughs> the fucking lower part of BC, Vancouver. You ever heard of it? That's where we're gonna go play. All right, because it doesn't really snow there. So we're gonna go down there, and then we're gonna go to Southern Alberta. We just go to play in Southern Alberta for all of April. All right. Jesus Christ. Man, I barely know my U.S. geography. When you start talking Canadian geography, boy. The only reason I know where Vancouver is is because it's kind of close to Seattle. (laughs) Yeah, it's like three hours north of Seattle. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Look, I know a a quick ferry drive over. (laughs) I I know a lot about the states all right i live there you guys need to start fucking educating yourself because jesus christ <laughs> well okay all right okay y'all start learning about the 51st state eh? we'll start really <laughs> studying the 51st state <laughs> 51st state my fucking <laughs> you guys are uh, well, hey okay dumpster <laughs> so, fire of a country let's not get into it but fuck you <laughs> so you got three weeks left bernsey right what is, I mean, are you yeah. guys into live at bats yet? Or are we like just cooking machines? Yeah, right? I think uh, this is too cold outside. So this next week, friends, shut the fuck up. Man. <laughs> it's, uh, this is our last our last weekend of bullpens. They're going into um, like uh, Ethan has been doing like pretty much like what what you do to warm up for a game, and then actually uh, an inning for um, kind of four four batters. Pretty much they'll face no swings or anything. And I think next week we'll do. We'll do live so right now it's just shit ton of different machine stuff a lot of different variables really challenging them and then yeah we'll get into live but yeah i mean i think in season stuff too it, it definitely it definitely depends like you i think you have a good like map of it but it de- definitely depends on the different athlete um and as well too it's like if the guy's not man if the guy's struggling and not playing a lot it's like well we need to keep getting better and challenging yourself you know what i mean it's it's not good enough to just have these kind of feel good days and feel your swing out it's like no like you're not playing right now we need we need to change something like let's let's kind of do that so i think i think it definitely depends um on the guy but for the most part i think what i usually do is like you know leading up let's say pretty much every weekend we play it's like tuesday wednesday gonna be more challenging stuff gonna be higher velo stuff and then moving to thursday Friday, a lot more just feel good swings, just kind of get get that confidence back, go rolling into the weekend. So, what's so uh, you guys have any regulations on like tech stuff? Uh, like, you guys wear blast sensors in game and things like that? I, yeah, I don't think we're allowed. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like that's the hard part about in season two, like, uh, especially if you're not there, like you're doing, doing remote stuff is like, oh, I don't know. Are you hitting good? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, your stat line looks, good is that mm-hmm. are you hitting good or are you just getting lucky or you know unless it's like the big d1 guys where they're like you know we're playing at all these stadiums got track mans and stuff and like they can get some get some things from their analytics department but like the d3 dude is not you know he's not going to the analytics department to pull some data well no, he might yeah. be but the analytics department is also the janitor department it's also the, the uniform department it's they wear a lot of hats over at yeah. the D three. 
Um, yeah. Burns, yeah. you had mentioned that you guys uh, in the live ABs, they're not swinging yet. And so my question would be, what's, yeah. what's your guys' process with that? Like, are, are hitters allowed to ask the catcher, you know, what pitch was that? Like, do, you, do your pitchers give the sign out in front? Like, how, how do you guys kind of go about that in, in your training sense? No, so it'll, 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 we'll be going through, like, the catchers and pitchers will, will know our kind of sign um, progressions and stuff. And um, so, no, it won't, they, they won't be, uh, they will not be telling the hitter what they're throwing and stuff. And it's just kind of getting their, their eyes accustomed back to just fucking tracking the baseball, tracking the baseball, um, trying, trying to see spin and stuff. Obviously, um, you know, I think it's a really valuable tool that I didn't really, I don't know. I feel like back in the day, I thought it was kind of just eyewash, but, um, just actually like getting back to like fucking picking up a dude and reading it out of his hand and be like, Hey, yeah, that was a curveball. Okay. And also just getting that timing mechanism down in your head being like, okay, was I on time there? Was I not that type of thing? Right. Um, but yeah, just, just kind of getting that feel back. Cause like I said, it's like, these guys have gone probably since, I think it was mid mid early October from seeing like a, a a real live pitch, right? So it's been a long time, and I they just need to get back to that the kind of a custom of seeing that shit out of the hand. Yeah, there's definitely something to say. I love machine work. I'm never gonna move away from machine work, but just for the velo. But there's definitely a lot to be said to like just picking up the ball out of the hand is is a very different timing mechanism. One hundred percent. One of my favorite things to do in live ABs is have a hitter go up essentially with a bat that doesn't have a barrel. So it's just like just straight handle. So that way they can like start that idea of, all right, this is a pitch I would swing at. This is a pitch I wouldn't. Um, allows catchers to also then kind of get used to that feeling of like that bat working rearward. Um, I mean, if that's what you teach. <laughs> but... Um, you know, just just getting that idea of like what that trigger is and stuff like that. Um, one of my other favorite things too is to set out like have different markers in between home plate and the catcher, um, and so like cones, whatever it is. But you can then try and have like, all right, I want you to try and tell me what this pitch was by this marker, uh, and have the hitter like look back and go, all right, like by when it was at this point, I think it was a fastball, and then you could like ask the catcher, you know, what was that. Um, and that way they can start the more that we can get that decision point closer to the pitcher and be right versus like having the ball get close and in on you and then having to make that decision. Um, that's one of my favorite things. And then also um, I'm a big fan of having the uh, hitter tell the catcher what pitch he thinks that was um, what, even if you don't have the cones out and stuff. So you throw a pitch and I'm not going to lie. I may have hurt some feelings uh, when we we're doing this with our eighth grade team. I definitely was wrong a lot of the time. I thought a lot of shit was off speed. Turns out it wasn't. Um, kind of demoralizing to the pitcher. Uh, sorry about that for anybody listening. Um, the amount of times I've gone, change up, and it was a fastball. Um, happened quite a bit. It happened quite a bit. Um, I, I'm sorry. But uh, that way you're, you're starting to get that hitter to start to understand, like, uh, decision points and uh, if – you know, decision point is kind of like the point of no return uh, when you're learning how to drive, like you're coming up on that intersection. Um, the closer we can have that, uh, you know, decision time, the the sooner that we can have that, the better. Um, but, yeah, uh, I, I'm a big fan of live ABs with no swings and stuff like that, just so you can get those hitters back into it. 
Yeah, I've, I've been on that end for sure. Just is that a change up? No, that's my fucking fastball. <laughs> yeah, I, I throw slow. I know. Thank you very much. Um, I've got, I don't know. I, I, I finally hit my breaking point with uh, some kids asking if they can can see one. I don't know if you guys saw my tweet uh, of my pet peeve. Dude, it's fucking killing me. And, yeah. like, I, I heard I, – I finally have gotten most of the hitters that train with me. They've learned, like, don't ask because it's like, hey, well, fucking sucks to suck. Now you got a strike on you. Um I heard I was we were doing live ABs. We weren't, but a team was in here doing live ABs, and a kid asked the pitcher if he could see one. <laughs> I think we call that n- n- no feel. I was gonna say low feel, but that's not low feel. That's no feel. You want to know the best part? No one batted an eye. The pitcher got up on the mound and threw one. <laughs> I was just like, what oh. are we doing right now? Did why you not just lie that dance then? Why'd you just take 10 warm-up pitches and hit her? Where the fuck are you? Are you just where not paying you? attention? Also, I assume they're doing live at bats with their own team. So it's not yes. like it's a pitcher that they've never seen before. <laughs> their own team. It was a freshman. And I think if I was, was like a, a junior in the box. Oh my god. That's tough. Like, fuck you. What do you yeah. mean? <laughs> No, you can't see one. I'm trying to get you out. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, that's why it's good to have a picture here to really give that perspective. <laughs> I, I would have been like, no. <laughs> like, what do you mean? I, I, or I would have just like, would have just lobbed one in there and just said, yeah. Sandbag it. it. Jesus. Yeah, there you no, go. I, just, I, thrown one, just thrown one behind him. <laughs> just been like, there you go. Time this, bitch. No, like yeah. I was like walking around and all of a sudden I was just here. Hey, can I see one? I just like stopped and turned around. I was like, you're so lucky you're not one of my guys. <laughs> I would fucking lose it. Like, what are we hey, talking what, about? What would have happened if, you know, at Garden, you would have you would have been like, hey, can I can I see one? <laughs> you were kicked off. I was going to say, you're probably getting kicked out. It would have been like, get, get out of here. No, no. Yeah. You would have been verbally accosted the whole team and then fucking sent home. <laughs> Finney would have had the fucking release paperwork like already pulled up on his phone. Like, here, just sign that line right there. Get out of here. Oh, no, mind-boggling. So, like, I don't know. Are you guys running into any pet peeves or anything like that? Kind of like that? My biggest pet peeve is, like, they put the blast sensors on the charger. Like, I don't understand. So, we have a, we have a box. Like, you know those computers? boxes that uh you used to get in school and they'd wheel the laptops in in those little yeah. little box right so we got one of those things it's got all the i uh blast chargers on top and all the ipads in the in the case and people will people will take the ipad in the blast charger they'll put the blast on top of the ipad and then set the ipad in the blast on the case i'm just like you're so close you at least were smart enough to know i have to bring it back here you're so close. Just finish it. Just plug the iPad in and put it on a charger. It's not that hard. You're right there. You're right there. It's the same thing with like, we got bat racks on the wall and people will just take their bats and put them on the wall, like leaning up against the wall next to the bat rack. I'm like, you're so close. 
You're so close. Just finish it. Dude, I hear you. I'm so... Just like I, you're, already, you're right there. You're right there. Just do it. Just do it. Do it. I've gone through and I've literally labeled every section of where bats go. Like I have a youth game bat section, a drop three section, a training bat section, a youth training bat session, a high school training bat session. Like all of them are labeled and in different areas. The amount of times that people fuck this up by literally just laying up against walls. And I'm like, there's 20 opening spots open spots right now like you can literally pick so many places and yet you pick the wrong one to a point where i have it on my wish board i am i i'm thinking i don't know i'm thinking about getting different back grips to color coordinate where they go but i stop because i've already done the color coordination system with the balls that we use and those get fucked up every time. So I'm just like, I think you guys are just stupid. Uh, yeah. That kind that of stuff drives me nuts. Kids, man. That, that's like, right, so right now, it's, this is a new pet peeve. But like before, just because we're going to all the different facilities and shit, I just had just kind of a mishmash buckets of balls. And at the facility, we kind of had a garbage bin of all the balls. And then we had like our machine and smash factory, whatever. Literally went, I went through, just dumped all the baseballs out, right? And I fucking, I got a, I got a tea bucket and it's just the shitty balls. And then I got like two tea and front toss buckets, like shitty, but like not too shitty, but not good enough for the machine. Then I've got two junior hack and BP balls, right? Well, good, better quality balls. And then I've got two machine buckets and I've got two defense buckets as well. And we got a throwing bucket. So we've got, and I fucking, I went through, took me like hour, hour-ish, sort through all these balls, label all the buckets good. And I go, I bring all the, every group I had, I was like, guys, these are all labeled for specific events. Don't, don't use the other ones. Don't fucking mix them. They're getting mixed, man. I'm fine. And I, 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 oh. I walk in or I was in my office walking. I just see someone doing T work with the fucking defense balls. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, what do you mean? I was like, what does that bucket say? Defense? I was like, doesn't fucking matter, bro. What the fuck are you doing? He's like, I don't know. I thought it was okay. I was like, they're all labeled, man. They tell you. It's, it's going to drive me insane. I already know. It's already driving me fucking insane. Trying to help you. Trying JP, to help you. JP, JP already knows where I'm at with that. <laughs> he already knows. I've already I almost had to fucking fire a, a trainer for that. Because the trainer couldn't fucking figure it out. Brutal. Yeah. It's painful. Super easy. That's a thing. It's super easy. It's just that hey, that buckets for that. Use it. Yeah. Fuck. Well, now that now that all of us are kind of fired up, are you guys ready for a little uh digesting the beef? Ready for some beef. Beef. Mm-hmm. beef. So for dinner. Alrighty. So um ran into uh another podcast that uh, I was just scrolling through, and this specific podcast, and we'll pull it up here in a sec, I've actually reposted some of their clips in the past. So I, I like a lot of the time what they have to say. Um, this specific clip, I had a suggestion or like a a reaction to it, and 
they didn't take it at all how I feel like anybody else would have taken it. It, it was very uh, defensive um, in the sense of trying to reverse it onto me. So I don't know. I want you guys to kind of hear it. I think this might be the first time you guys have heard it. Um, and I'll go through the comments uh, and say what we've got. Young players, softball, baseball, it don't matter. Learn to drive the ball the other way. Yes, man. For the love of yes. God, learn to drive the ball the other yes. way. If you want to be a great hitter, take the inside pitch and, and hit the other way. Man, inside out, baby. Hard. Learn to hit the home run from that pitch. If you want to stand out, if you want to be impressive, drive the ball the other way. Hit line drives the opposite way in the cage and stop pulling off. For real. 17 years old, Rangers said, hey, come do a showcase. I go out there, I'm 17. I'm launching balls in the upper deck poolside. Every scout's like, all right. That's and just, cool. and all, right. The, all the other guys are like, they're like the kids around me are like, dude, this guy's just launching balls. Right. So finally the head scout goes, hey, Corey, do me a favor. Stop hitting for a second. He goes, can you hit a ball to left field? <laughs> I go, huh? He goes, can you hit a ball to left field? I go, yeah. Now, luckily, fortunately, <laughs> fortunately, I, w I used to watch Fred McGriff, <laughs> so I used to hit everything to left field anyway. <laughs> I just start launching balls left. All right. of a sudden, all the scouts are like, holy crap. Right, Because right. nobody wants to watch you guys pull balls, man. Young players, softball, baseball, it don't matter. All right. So, with that being said, um, let me – there we go. Uh, with that being said, uh, I put in the comments, good God – don't go fisting inside pitches the other way. Yes, learn to drive the ball oppo, but don't go insiding everything. Pull side in the air is important to be able to do on inside pitches. You guys' initial thoughts? I agree. Uh, yeah, I agree with what you said. Like, you got to be able to do both. I also think it's like, well, yeah, the scout told me, I, you know, the scouts love to see you guys hit the ball the other way. It's like, yeah, but you also were launching balls <laughs> to the second deck. Like, not many people can do that in the first place. Like, that, the bar is there. Not many people get over that. But if you're a guy that can launch balls in the second deck, then, yeah, you, you got to know how to hit it the other way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 100%. I agree with everything you said, Reynolds. So, the response that I got, and you guys let me know if you would respond uh, any differently. Uh, they responded and said, kind of strange that, uh, kind of strange that comment coming from a hitting coach. You obviously don't understand what Corey was trying to say. Then to come on with, good God, don't go fisting balls, at no point did he say that. He said to learn the drive, the inside pitch the other way, and was referring to batting practice and a mindset so young hitters don't hook and roll over. Having the ability to pull in the air is a must obvious in games, but not the mindset to take into batting practice or games for 99% of the hitting population initial thoughts i don't find anything wrong with what he said but they also when they were talking in in the clip they make it sound like you want to hit the inside pitch the other way what they were oh. saying in the clip they didn't say hey when you are uh, in batting practice, blah, blah, blah. You should work on that. Because for me, like one of our, uh, like the first drill I always have the guy do off the tee is like, we call the Manny Ramirez drills. Like you set the ball, you set the tee up inside, just nice, easy swings. You're trying to hit the other way. Just work on keeping your hands in tight, tight turn. Right. So like, like nothing, nothing wrong with what we said, but also like in the video, that's not what 
it's not what it made it sound like they were talking about. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The vast, it's just, dude, I can't stand the generalizations. Like 99% of people need to do this. Like, no, they don't. No, they don't. Like, there's there's a normal distribution for a reason. Like, there there are normal distributions for a reason. Like, that's just dumb. Like, why generalize everything? Like, some people need to try and pull the ball. Like, some people are really good at keeping their hands inside. They need to try and pull the ball. Uh, some guys are terrible at keeping their hands inside, and they should never try and pull the ball. But that—that's what always gets me. Just stop generalizing stuff. We can talk about actual hitting things, but like, I'm not gonna do this. Like, everybody needs to do this. Everybody needs to do that. It's like, no, they don't. No, they don't. At maximum, sixty percent of people need to do something. Maximum. And with that point, I fucking drove the ball the other way in my high school career. Couldn't pull baseball. <laughs> Same. What was, what was I in college? What did I, what did I do in college? I fucking pitched. So I, uh, fucking I don't know if we'd call what you did driving the ball the other way. Oh, buddy. <laughs> buddy. Come on, JP, man. What is going on this podcast? You guys are just <laughs> Well, because I was just, I was like, I was like, man, you know, I, I did not pull the ball at all. Uh, when I was playing, like very rarely, like I could get to left center gap and that's about as far as I could pull it. Uh, but I don't know if I drove a baseball anywhere. <laughs> I fucking drove it the other way. Okay, I can promise. <laughs> so this was my response video. You want to be. Let me pull this up. A great hitter. Take the inside pitch and, and hit the other way. Man, inside out, baby. Yes, I obviously didn't know what you guys were referring to. I think, like a lot of others, to say to always inside out, inside pitches, it's not a great mindset. Um, now, in batting practice, if that's something that you're trying to focus on, and if you're working on that because you roll over or hook too many, that's one thing. But to just blanketly say always inside out, inside pitches without context, not great. You want to be a great hitter? So that was my response. Um, and this is what they came back with. They said, well, if we are nitpicking, I didn't say that. Learn to drive the ball the other way, plain and simple. If you can learn to do that, then you become a better hitter. Corey played more years of pro ball than you probably have even uh, coached. I don't know that for a fact, just an educated guess. And he was a big power guy. So coming from him and his experience, learning how to do this is a crucial for success. None of us said inside out everything either. As a hitting coach, I would hope you could have deciphered that. Let's get together sometime and chop it up. Get him on the pod. Get him on the pod, dude. (laughs) We got to get him out here. I just, I love, oh my God. Of course, of course, that's the first argument that's whipped out is like well like this dude was a good hitter it's like what, who gives a shit like, are you kidding me like we're talking oh that drives me nuts like, who cares who cares i don't care how many years this dude played in the big leagues like that, that doesn't mean he's automatically knows what the fuck he's talking about so my response to that, and this is the last, this is where we'll, we'll leave the back and forth. I said, I'll come on your podcast or you come on mine. Main topics. I don't care how long you played for. 
If you're supposed to hit the inside pitch oppo, I'm assuming then you would also want to hit the middle pitch oppo and then the outside pitch oppo. So to say anyone just watching your podcast, it would seem that you want to inside out everything and cut out the as a hitting coach. Adding context in the comments section doesn't help anyone who is not looking in the comments to understand what the video is trying to say. I mean, once again, they're not wrong. It's just like exactly, this what, exactly. This is what always happens. Like yeah, people say things that are not wrong, and then just go like, "You, like, you just gotta believe me." Or like, "No, I wasn't speaking generally." It was like you literally said ninety nine percent of people. What do you What do you mean? Like, what, what are you talking about? Like, you're not wrong. Just like throw some context behind it. Like, put a little bit more background information to actually make it usable information the other piece of it is like i understand like social media i get yeah i get shit's clickbaity you got 90 seconds i've been putting some clips together myself i get it but to have the response in the comments of like well he probably played more than you've coached like all right calm down there killer um to say like oh i didn't say this yes you fucking did like Yes, you did. So, like, don't – and also the chastising of, like, as a hitting coach. Shut the fuck up. Like, yes, we're both hitting coaches. No, it's not obvious what you were guys were trying to get across because you didn't get it across. Like, I'm, I'm trying to tell you it did not come across. So, instead of getting mad at me for the person that is stating the obvious, I don't know, maybe look at your clip and go, yeah, I don't know, that was kind of clickbaity, huh? Yeah, or just be like, yeah, dude, like, you're right. Like, that's not really what we meant. It's not that hard. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, sick. But now, we go to the as a hitting coach, I would assume. Like, shut up, dude. I I don't know. that For me, that literally happened today. So, perfect timing for the potty. Got me fired up just in time. But yeah. I don't know. What What are your guys's like closing thoughts on that? Anything uh, more to add? We got it. Yeah. Don't be an asshole on the internet. It's <laughs> uh, good advice for the kids out there. <laughs> no, I I agree, and I don't know. It It'd be cool to have them on. Um, it'd be cool to have the whole group on. Like maybe we have a potty, uh, potty and potty. Um, chill out, blast motion. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's That was kind of like the capper of the day. So, I don't know. Well, I know, I'm sure they're fucking – I'm sure they're all good hitting coaches yes. in their own right. Like, yes. You know, like I said, that didn't sound – like that wasn't a that wasn't a video where I was like, wow, they sound – like, no, they know what the fuck they're talking about, but just like relax. Yeah, it's not – Throw the hell out. It's TikTok, you know? dude. It's not that serious. Like if you can mm-hmm. – if – like, yeah, if I'm a scout and I see this kid, you know, launching 10 balls, pull side, you know, second deck, I'm going to ask, do you have the ability to go oppo? Now, yeah. to the kid, like you said earlier, JP, for the kid that hasn't pulled a single ball the entire time and has only hit oppo, what am I going to ask? Can you pull the ball? Like, pull the ball. It, hitting is like a puzzle. You have to have every single piece put together to make a full image. If you only have half of the tools, if you only have half of the puzzle pieces, you can't see what the image is unless you cheat and look at the picture on the front of the box. But like 
you have to have you have to be a complete hitter for it to make sense for a big league club to you know draft you. But to I don't know, just to say like learn to hit the inside pitch the other way. I don't know. In my opinion, if you can only hit the inside pitch the other way, you're not a very good hitter. And if you can only hit the outside pitch pull side, you're not a very good hitter. Like, you have to be able to do both, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think it's complicated. There's just not a, this is how you do things to be good. It's just never going to be the case. What do you think they would tell Joey Gallo? Probably think Joey Gallo is not very good. Do you guys see he's batting 417 the other day? He looks good, dude. He looks like he's actually like kind of has some deceleration patterns. His attack angles, you know, whoa, under whoa, whoa. 30. Deceleration. I know, I know. Big <laughs> yeah, yeah. I should have said sequencing. That would have been better. Yeah, I should have said sequencing. We don't do any of that 108 stuff around here. What are you talking about? There's only one way to hit. I've never said that before. There's only one way to hit. No deceleration. No, uh, I actually saw that a Yankee account (laughs) tweeted it out and was like, hey, if we need a midseason pickup. (laughs) 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 That's funny. That's good. Um, What are you guys' thoughts on – did you guys see the picture comparing the World Baseball Classic base and the MLB base? I did not. No, I mean, is the is the World Baseball Classic base smaller, or is it like normal size, and the MLB one's bigger? Boys, I'm let me. Assuming that's what it is. You guys, you guys keep. We got also. We got. I'm excited. We got to talk. I'm excited for the bigger races, bases. Uh, I, I like. I think stolen bases are gonna be huge, especially with the pitch clock being crazy. Like stolen bases are gonna be awesome. Stolen bases are just exciting. They need to bring, yeah, they, that's been one of the biggest things in the last 10, 20 years that's been lost about like just base stealers. Just like, there's not any of them. It's it's boring when your your top base stealer is like 45 and the rest of the leagues around like 30 and 20. Yeah. Like that's just, I don't know. Stealing bases is fucking fun. It's exciting. Yeah. It It also just gives the characters a little bit more shit to do too. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it brings some of that small ball aspect back to it, where it's like, okay, if we can steal this guy, like, you know, because if he if you can steal second with nobody out, like the bunt makes a lot more sense to get him to third with one out. Like, I think it just makes it a little bit more dynamic instead of just, all right, hopefully we hit a home run. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like the the gamesmanship of baseball has kind of just been lost the last little bit because it's literally just like which. I'm not saying is bad, but it's just people who are really smart have been like, okay, well, we just need to sell out for doubles and home runs and stealing bases is actually just more detrimental. And it's like, okay. And like, that makes sense, but it kind of just sucks. It's not, it's not fun. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think the, the constant back and forth between like uh, optimization of outcomes and uh, adjusting the rules of the game uh, to make it entertaining, like uh, is it's just a back and forth that I think baseball needs more of, um, and probably needs to find ways to make targeted adjustments a little bit faster. Um, but yeah, 
I don't I don't mind watching a bunch of dudes just try to hit home runs and doubles. Like that's kind of fun to me, but I also understand to somebody that uh, doesn't do baseball for a living, that's super boring. Yeah, like I think the the like we just love baseball. Like I don't I don't mind watching a three two baseball game with a shit ton of strikeouts yeah. and like five home runs. Like I don't that's still good to me, but Definitely to the the general fan or someone trying to get into it, something definitely someone had to change. They had to they had to change something up because you're not you're not getting a lot of new new fans involved, which sucks. May, maybe also, we should make it to where so, anyone could watch the game, no matter where they lived. That would help. Probably would that's help. That's a whole another pot. No, nah, that's a whole make, another. Let's make the basis weird, dude. Bro, I'm trying to find pot. this. Hey, well, it is JP. What do you, what do you think of the, what do you think of the pitch clock? What is your initial reaction to it? My initial reaction was like, this is just gonna blow walks up through the roof. I was like, this is just, it's gonna throw timing off. Like, uh, guys are gonna have to rush. Like, I think it's Kirk Schilling was like, yeah, it's guys are gonna have the tendency to turn into throwers and not like pitchers, which sounds super old school. But like, that was kind of my worry was like dude's command would just go through the floor um but i think the more i've watched it i'm like oh hitters are screwed yes exactly, <laughs> hitters, man. Are hitters, screwed. hitters are getting fucking screwed right now yeah like you talk about like a like a, a between strike routine man you can't like I think more more often than not, unless you're like, man, the this is an absolute stereotype, but unless you're like a late inning reliever, I feel like a lot of guys, pitchers like to work a little bit quicker. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's just a lot of more late inning relievers who just throw cheese, just take 400 seconds between each pitch. Um, but no, man, the hitters are getting, the hitters are the ones are getting screwed over. Yeah. Like for, as a starter, like fucking give me the ball six seconds. Yeah. Let's yep, go. Good to yeah. go. Especially too with, with with the pitchers having their own uh, pitch calm now, like I think it, yeah, the hitters are getting screwed. Oh no, there's way. no way that's there, real. There's no way that's a real fucking Zero thing, chance. man. That's a oh, real picture. That is, that's a Photoshop picture, man. That's it's Photoshop. from Cod- It's from Codify. Yeah, the bases are not that big. There's not old right now, man. There's no way that's a hundred percent a troll. <laughs> Bases are not that. There's no way that's real. I fucking, I absolutely refuse to believe that's real. You could fit 17 bases in that (laughs) one base. Like, that's not a real. That's not how big they make. They go from 90 feet to 45. (laughs) Yeah, they're fucking giants playing. Like, the hell is going on? (laughs) They are one team in the league. (laughs) (laughs) Um,. No, I heard you guys talking about the pitch clock. Um, I saw uh, Tewksbury put out uh, what I think could be a kind of interesting thought uh, is you could make it to where, uh, what was it? Hitter, no matter what, at eight seconds, pitchers can throw the ball. Like once the pitch clock gets down to eight seconds, pitchers can just throw it. But hitters don't have to be looking. I don't know if you guys saw... Who was it? Um, left-handed batter was in the box at like the eight-second mark, 
and was just like kind of getting set up a little bit and got called for a strike on him because he wasn't looking at the pitcher. And the amount of times I've seen the hitter get called for a strike because the pitcher's not on the mound, and so the hitter's kind of just, you know, there, but he's not, like, ready to go. And the timer gets down to eight seconds. It's like, boom, that's a strike on the batter. It's like the pitcher's not even on the mound. Like, the hitters have to react to the pitcher. So the pitcher's not ready. Why does the hitter have to be ready? should still be able to have, like, if there's, like, 10 seconds left, the hitter should still, still be able to, like, get in the box and, like, fucking, yeah, yeah. okay, I'm good to go here, right? I also think, too, they got to put away and, like, hitters got to or be able to have, like, one fucking timeout and that bat or something where, like, they, they can just, like, yeah, extra, extra, like, 10 seconds just to, like, gather or something. I think they do but also one, one timeout. They get one? Okay, that's, that's, that's. But. Good. That happened. It happened when Scherzer was pitching. The hitter had already called his one time out, and then he was like, "Yeah, that, and Scherzer's just like, because right. it's, it's like it's harder to like hit, try and hit, and just like get get ready to go. Like you're hitting off the machine, and just like okay, next one. Like it's it, it's so much harder in the game, and I think hitting yeah. is just so much more of like mental block. Like if you're not mentally prepared to face." Max Scherzer, you're not gonna hit Max Scherzer. It's just <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Yeah, they don't hit him when they are ready. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, I think Ben Reynolds. Could you imagine too? Right now, it's like it's in college baseball, but there ain't no fucking clock up there to look at. Like it's on the. Um, could you imagine being dude, a hitter right started, now? Like they then they start doing that in the World Series last year, College World Series. It's been a rule for a couple of years, I think. And I, I remember watching that, and it was fucking horseshit. Because, like, half the time they would do it, half the time they wouldn't. I don't know. I, I've, In my opinion, if you're looking to grow the game, grow it by allowing people to fucking watch it there, Rob. Like, crazy idea. People, no matter how long the game takes, if they don't have access to the game, it doesn't fucking matter. So, I don't know. Remove the blackouts. Crazy idea. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I feel like that should be step one of getting more people to watch baseball is allow them to watch the actual fucking game rather than trying to increase the time of the game for those who can watch it. Like, not everybody can watch the game. So, if you're trying to increase viewership and people watching, I don't know, allow them to actually watch the game. My thought. What do we know? Well, shoot. Uh, Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Thank you guys so much uh, for joining. This is episode 52 of Hit Chat Chit Chat. So thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, Thank you to the group for uh, coming on board. And any closing remarks, gentlemen? False on socials. Facts. On the screen. On the screen. Outside of that, you guys have a great rest of your night.